Okay. Um. Hello. Uh. Yeah. So. You know when I searched you online, yeah, used to do some research on my on my guests. I saw that you really. Yeah, yeah. Just I saw that you did Portuguese. You you translate Portuguese to, from Portuguese to English and then English to Portuguese. Portuguese is that what you do? How did you find? How did you find that about me? I I, I, don't, I just Google Lucas Olinto. That's it. And I just profile <laughs> found that. Yes, I wasn't expecting that. But yeah, uh, yeah. It it all started in twenty twenty one when I wanted to change careers, and I got into the online industry as a translator. You know. And it started like that, but it was actually when I made my first YouTube video, thanks to Andrew Kirby's recommendation to document your journey and post about what you do. I tried recording my first YouTube video about translation, and but what happened is that I don't like translating at all, man. Oh. Seriously, it's so boring. Yeah. I have no idea. But one, one thing that I find interesting is languages in general. I like languages. I like learning yeah. languages. I'm not a native I'm not a native speaker of English, as you can tell, but I learn English alone by myself in a wow. self-taught way. And currently I am on my way to learning Japanese. I am oh. almost, let's say, fluent. Almost fluent. Wow. I'm really passionate about languages. But yeah, I used to work with translation in the past, but now I don't anymore. One thing that I wanted to ask you is that you know four languages, right? You speak yeah. four languages. And what's the story behind learning and being able yeah. to speak those four languages? So I grew up, so my parents came from China and then they came to the Philippines to find a better living. And then, yeah, I just grew up in in an environment where people just speak uh, different different languages. So, so you speak Chinese, Chinese, English, Filipino English, language, Filipino, yeah. yeah. And my parents speak a dialect of Chinese. Main, actually, my parents mainly speak a dialect of Chinese called Min. Okay or Minan Chinese. Mm. It's like Cantonese, mm. right? But then it's not it's not really Chinese. And then yeah, I'll just explain first. Uh so here in the Philippines this they can speak English well. So that's how I learned English. My the school that I went to mainly spoke English. And mm. then Tagalog, which is Filipino. Uh I was just exposed to that when I was a really really small that's really really small because my parents didn't really have time to take care of me because they had to work so they hired a Filipino maid to take care of me when I was small so that's how I learned Tagalog and then for the dialect Minan Chinese I learned that from my parents yeah and then the most interesting problem is probably Chinese because my parents don't really speak Chinese to, to us and 
Whoa. their accent is not that good. So, ever since when I was a kid, my parents, sw- my dad switched our TV, TV's language to Chinese. And then there, there were Chinese channels and everything. And that's how we learn Chinese. We just watch TV, like everything. <laughs> But did your parents actually want you to be able to speak Chinese more? Let's oh, say. yeah, we wanted. That's also oh, something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I wonder why was it like important at the time for you, or is this just something that they wanted would be cool to have? Uh, you know, for my dad, I think. I'm not really sure what he was thinking at that time also, but he's really, it's like lucky, I guess, that that, that kind of happened. Just like pure luck. Because not everyone's like that. Like, my grandfather can only speak Minan Chinese. He couldn't speak Mandarin Chinese. But oh. to, for my parents, they can speak Mandarin Chinese, standard Chinese, but the accent is not that good. Yeah, uh, I'm interested in that because Chinese is also one of the languages that I want to learn right after yeah. Japanese, right? Uh, but it's interesting the way that people are raised in different environments and they get to learn many, many different languages at the same time, just like you. And it feels like your brain is split in four different ways of thinking, right? You have yeah. your version that speaks English, your version that speaks Chinese, and you know, each language has its own personality, in a way. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you agree to that. Yeah, I, I definitely agree to that. For for example, sometimes I feel like when I speak Portuguese, I am way more social. And when I'm speaking English, I'm kind of more serious, in a serious tone of voice. And it changes a little bit. Also, when I'm speaking Japanese, I feel like I have to be polite all the time. You know, this is something that happens a lot. So you've never studied, let's say, uh, the grammar itself. You just hear it a lot. You just listen to a lot of stuff in those languages. And that's how you learn, eventually came able to speak them, right? Yeah. Uh, in English, our school just forced grammar to us. So that's how I learned grammar. But in Chinese, I'm not... Do you know yeah, how to write? Mm-hmm. Write? Yeah. Do you know how to write, Hansi? Oh, Hansi. I mean, that's how I know how to write. But that's... Uh, our our school also taught Chinese, but they didn't teach it well. Like, most of my classmates couldn't speak Chinese after okay. 10 plus years of learning it. So you had Chinese classes, but you yeah, were the only one that teach anything the only thing that they taught is like writing that's it that's how i learned writing from school but without school i probably wouldn't know how to write chinese yeah that's okay. very interesting interesting let's say uh how many characters do you need to be able to read in order to have like a normal life I don't know. To read I, in I, paper, I in book, or something. How many characters? I don't know, actually. It's... Like, Chinese grammar is relatively simple uh, compared really? to other languages, right? Um, 
yeah, just just learn to get a feeling of that language. Cool, cool. Uh, there's a method that I'm using to learn kanji, Japanese kanji. Yeah. Is, uh, I have to write stories for each character. Oh. There's a whole book of that, but I have to write stories on each character. Because if you try to memorize all of the characters, but exclusively the characters, you will end up forgetting if you don't have Do you, that much consistency. Yeah. Do you know that each character actually have a, 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 a real like, story? Uh, like All the characters? They yeah, have all them. the characters have. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, it's, the meaning is already inside the character. Like you need to know like the simpler versions of the character and then it's just combined. Uh, especially when it's when it's in traditional Chinese, not simplified Chinese, right. you'll see more of the you'll know the story and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's very interesting, man. Like you, 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 do you know that? Do you know that each each character actually is a combination of. Like, I know that they can be, let's say, deconstructed into smaller characters. Yeah, you know? yeah. And if you combine them, you're gonna get different meanings. But I didn't know that they had a, a story, you know, for... Oh, not really exactly a story, but then a different meaning. If you look oh, at how, yes. if you deconstruct it to a... Oh, yeah. That I, I kind of uh, learned that by accent, but yes, it's very, it's very interesting. But what I do in order to learn those characters is that I create myself a story. Because it's easier to remember a story that you create instead of just focusing on the character. It's currently something that I have been doing. Uh, would you have any advice, let's say, if I wanted to learn Chinese? Would you have any advice? Wait, let me think. Because my, my classmates, I, I also give advice to my classmates. Uh, oh. Advice... I'm not, I don't, actually, I don't actually remember what advice I gave, but I think one good advice is just, you know, if you really like the language, then you just persevere. Uh, Totally. Or it's either that, or you just create this environment where it's impossible not to learn the language, that you actually really, really need to learn the language. So this, For example, moving to the country where yeah. you have to speak the So to learn the... Um, you can first, you can like buy some book where it's simple, where the, where the language is simple, and then you listen to some audiobook with it. And so you, you'll be familiar with how the characters are pronounced. Or, or you just watch a bunch of TV shows, right? And then how I learned it, just watch a bunch of TV shows. Yes. It works. You're the proof, right? It works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, yeah, I think that, that's it. I, I don't really... But the audiobook thing with the text, because when it's just text, so it might be boring, but you'll be familiar with how 
the characters are pronounced. Mm, okay, okay. From what you've seen from your classmates, what is something that they struggled the most when they were learning? They didn't have the exposure that I had. Because oh, we just yeah. our teacher will just teach them how to pronounce, uh, and then they'll just keep reading, reading. Uh, but then, yeah, and they didn't have a practice on output on speaking it out loud. Okay, interesting. The way that I found to actually practice the output is the suddenly has just became a conversational language. But the way that I found to actually do more output is if you watch a video on YouTube and you repeat everything that the other person is saying that video. It's called actually shadowing, you know? Yeah. So let's say, for example, you already understand at an intermediate level of the language, you would search any video on YouTube on that language and you start watching and you start repeating together with that person. So that way you're listening and practicing speaking at the same time. And it is what has worked for me, and it's working so far very well. But, you know, changing topics a little bit. Yeah. Languages, you could say that they are a skill, right? And a specific knowledge as well. And I think everyone, all of your past guests from your podcast, they are part of the Andrew Kirby synthesizer yeah. community, right? Yeah. Uh, well, we all here want to be a synthesizer in a way. So what I think you and I could do one way is to actually share this specific knowledge regarding languages and also maybe one day make profit on that. Because I've seen that you had a YouTube channel, right? And you do have a specific knowledge in four languages. Have you ever thought about using that to make money online? Uh, uh, I I never I haven't really thought of that because you know I feel like I don't really know much. I was just really lucky to have, uh done that with Chinese and the other languages. Yeah, I never really thought of that. But okay, but how did it all start? But how did it all start your interest for online, the online, great online game? Uh, I, I was just watching YouTube a lot, wasting my time on YouTube a lot, just watching a bunch of videos. And then, yeah, I think before I was just uh, how do you say, just bad sleep every day and then just kind of a mess but and then slowly you know to improve myself try different things and yeah that's what i'm trying right now how about you i really relate to that because i remember when i was 16 i read a napoleon hill book i i'm not sure if you know napoleon hill but i read a one of his books, it was called 16 Laws of Success. And that's when I kind of started getting into self-improvement and that stuff. But only four years ahead that, four or five years ahead, that I came across one of Andrew Kirby videos. It was called, uh, 
the truth about money, how to achieve financial freedom. It was a 15 minute long video. And I watched the whole video and I was like, boom, what is that? What is that? I want that. Then I started trying to get into the translation industry and everything happened from there. But, and now I am also part of the synthesizer community and it's been a long ride. I, I, so far, I haven't actually made a lot of money from the internet, but currently I do have some plans. I do have some plans on, well, we all have plans all the time and yeah. we don't take care. But I do have some plans on starting a YouTube channel documenting my le- my journey yeah. learning languages. Maybe to actually start an online language school. And maybe, what else? Create a community yeah. with more folks on the language, on people that want to learn different languages. That's why I came across Andrew Kirby's community. That's why I'm interested in that. And the same as you, I've tried a lot of different stuff in the past. I had a YouTube channel, right? Yeah. I tried to do podcasts. I tried to write a blog. And you've done all of those things, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so were you just experimenting when you started or did you have something in mind? Experimenting. I, I, I think, yeah. yeah, just seeing how things will go. Like, I don't think I really like, I really like making videos. I don't like editing. Yeah, it's a lot of trouble, yeah, right? And then you need to like research how to make thumbnails to, to have views. How to create good titles? Like it's very. I don't really like so, that. Yeah. So would you say that your goal, right now, is only to find something that you enjoy instead yeah, of making yeah. money? Something that I love that I can persevere like without even making money, and then if the time comes that when I get good enough, you know, then that's the time when money will come. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Just like Mr. Beast says all the time, if you're doing it for the money, you're prob- you're probably going to give up. But if you're doing it because you like it, you continue and eventually as a consequence, you're going to make money, right? Yeah. So yes, we have to find something that we like. And between all of them, what have you liked the most? Writing blogs, Please. doing YouTube videos, or recording podcasts? podcasts. Yeah. So you like to talk to people. Yeah. Ex- Excellent. You, if you do persevere, you might actually become one of the greatest people, interviewers from all the time, or podcast hosts from all the time. Maybe, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, how about you? Like, uh, did you why don't you like translation? Uh, what do you mean by translation? You said that you don't really like translating? No, I don't really. Because, yes, it makes you a lot of money. I'm gonna be real honest with you. It can make you a lot of money. Yeah. Especially if you live in a low currency country, you know, where the currency is very low yeah. and you're receiving in dollar, you can make a lot of money. Uh, I was doing interpretation jobs in the past and I was earning like 
$200 a day. And here in Brazil, it's where I live. It's like a lot. Yeah. Seriously, a lot. But I didn't enjoy that. Man, it's so boring. Because all you do is just hear what someone is saying and translate it to the other language. Or if you're translating a text, you're alone by yourself in a room just yeah. typing all the that doesn't motivate me at all. You know, doesn't, yeah. It doesn't give me any adrenaline. I feel like I have to have some adrenaline in order to like it. Yeah. But I still haven't found what I really like. Maybe it's YouTube. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. How do we go about finding what we actually like? That's one of the questions that I want to answer. I, I think it's just trying a bunch of things, you know. Uh, I read right. like blog posts about it, I'll send it to you. I, I think it was helpful to me because I thought that I wasn't doing any progress trying a bunch of stuff like before, but then now I kind of see it as like, it's all building up to something, right? You're just trying a bunch of things and not really having a direction for a while, but then eventually there will, there will be one. Don't you get worried about not having a direction sometimes? Or are you just fine with that? So your direction is to try a bunch of things. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Makes sense. Makes sense. Let's try a bunch of things. Because... We're young in the end, right? You said you were like 18 yeah. in another podcast. Yeah. How about you? Uh, how old do you think I am? Uh, I don't know, actually. 20 or something? 21. 21, yeah. But yes, we are relatively young. We have like a lot of time to test different things. But... Can you introduce if I... yourself? Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry, sorry, you can go. You can go. No, you go first. It's okay. It's okay. If I could have a magic crystal ball that I could look into the future and know that if I follow this path, I'm going to get to that point, or if I follow that path, I'm going to get to that point, I would pay like a lot to have that power. But unfortunately, I don't. Yeah. So I just have to to try and have patience. Maybe, maybe that's what makes movies exciting. That's what makes stories exciting, right? It's to not be able to see what's in the end. That's why people don't like to be spoiled on a story. They want to have that thrill, right? Yes, yes. Well, thinking in that way, yes. I, I hate getting spoils spoilers i hate that yeah but then you want the magic crystal ball right <laughs> yeah it makes sense it's because i don't see my life as a movie but if i start seeing it as a movie maybe it might become more interesting yeah so are you living your own movie right now uh i don't know <laughs> Maybe, but yeah, it's like trying to enjoy the journey, I guess. Interesting. 
as Gary V always says, uh, I love the process. Have you ever watched Gary V? Yeah, Gary V. Very inspirational. Like I've seen his, you know, like his YouTube videos from like 13 years ago. Like, yes, he's been on this game for a very long time, and he always says the same thing. I love the process. I don't care about the end goal. I love the process. I'm trying to shape that thinking pattern into myself as well. But what you just told me, if you think as your life, if you think about your life as you're in a movie, you don't want to know the end of the movie, yeah. right? You find it cool because you, you don't know what's going to happen. You want to so ride the wave, like going down, yes. going up. Yeah. You don't want to just exactly. know everything. That just made things a lot more interesting now from me. Yeah. For me, for me. And what do, you, do your parents think? Do they support you? In this? They, I don't, they don't even know about this yet. I don't even know. <laughs> because they also don't know English, right? So it's like, it's hard to explain to them. They, they also haven't, they don't know, uh, I say they're not really informed with the internet yet. Not super informed, but they know how to use their phone, things like that. But they like I'll I'll need to put in a lot of effort trying to explain this to them. But yeah, actually they know. Well, I I just tell them that I'm talking to. Uh, Someone you're interviewing <laughs> okay yeah. you're talking to a friend meeting yeah well my parents they actually don't understand very much since i dropped out of college and they were like why are you doing this and i'm like because i want to do this but it's you have no proof to show them so it's very hard to explain yeah you know and by proof i mean money yeah <laughs> they're uh, like why are you doing this, man? You were going to do great in your translation degree. I was gonna get a translation degree, but I dropped out of that. So, what? but yes. You go, yes. You go, you go. Well, no, it's just something that I will keep striving for until I finally get what I want, which is financial freedom. Ah. Uh, making money from the internet right yeah you know one problem that i've been thinking maybe it's not really financial freedom that we want is to do what we love yes that's what financial freedom is just like a means to an end somehow and to do what you love so what if you do what you love right now and then use that to achieve financial freedom but what if I don't love anything specifically right now? Oh, yeah. What if you don't love anything specifically? I mean, you love the process of learning languages, right? Sure, I do. Yeah. I don't really know, actually. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. You'll have to try things yourself. It's very hard to... Well, but what you said might actually be a good idea because you said you talked about the process of learning language. I love the process. What if I just document 
yeah. that process. And I won't give up because I like it. And if I keep documenting it, maybe one day in the future, it might help get what I want. How are you going to document it? Are you going to make YouTube videos again? Probably through YouTube videos. Probably through YouTube videos. Actually, I do have an Instagram account where I post some reels, some Instagram posts, but it's in for the Brazilian audience. But I think I might try to do something international using English and using YouTube. Sometimes I, well, sometimes I'm not that confident about my accent, but I think that might also be a good point because what if other people aren't confident about their accent, but then I start doing that and I yeah. don't give up about my accent. Yeah. Maybe I could become an inspiration. Yeah, like, you know, Jackie Chan, like, they're very confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Maybe it doesn't really matter. Accents, it's more on communication, you know, knowing the culture, things like that. Yes, yes. Regarding accents, you said Jackie Chan, right? He's very confident. Yeah. In the way that he speaks. And everyone likes him, right? So that's a good example. Oh, that's what I might try to do. But what bothers me is, for example, what if I need money now, right? Now. Then, for example, it, now. Yeah, yeah. It, that's long term. How am I yeah. going to get money now and still be able to do something for the long term? Is it possible for you to do the translation thing part-time? It is, it actually is, but it takes a lot of time because you have to prospect clients, you have to find clients, you have to email them, then you have to do a translation class, you have to get approved. And, and after that, you can start translating and get paid at the end of the next two months. Yes, usually it takes two months to get paid. So you have to put a lot of effort yeah obviously you have to put a lot of effort into everything but for me it's just not worth it yeah. i think i would prefer to actually teach english to other people if i could people from my country instead of translating i think it would be way more fun to talk to them it's way more interesting than just yeah. typing yeah it brings you right yeah. But, uh, well, I might do a part-time job as an English teacher here in Brazil. The only problem that I, that I do have is that I won't be in Brazil for very long. I will be moving to Japan in four months, I think. Wow. Wait, three months, three months. What are you going to do there? What are you going to do? Uh, I want to get fluent in Japanese. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to a Japanese language school. I want to get 
really, really fluent in the language. And maybe I could start, if things turn out to work, I could start living like a digital nomad. After Japan, I go to Thailand or I go to the Philippines. Start living like that, something that I'm very interested in doing. But I'm going there to study six months there. I'll be studying six months. So what are you doing right now? Right now, uh, sometimes I get translation jobs. I study a lot. I watch uh, a lot of YouTube videos on entrepreneurship. I watch a lot of Alex Hormozzi videos. I watch a lot of Andrew Kirk videos. And I keep dreaming all the time. Yeah, dreaming. Dreaming all the time. Dreaming, yeah. But if you just dream all the time, you're not putting into the effort that you should. But dreaming is also very important. Yes, totally. (laughs) If we could monetize dreams. I would be rich, man. I would be rich. But, and, and I'm still waiting to go to Japan. I don't know if I should start a, a career as a private teacher now, because right now I'm in Brazil, and then I have to move to Japan, and it's going to take some time. I'm worried about my students. I keep worrying about those things, and I can't really move. Oh, you have students? Uh, I want to. Actually, I work for an online English school, but it is for children. So I teach children how to speak English. And it's been fun so far. It's been really fun. And I think I, that's why I also think of starting my own language learning school, you know, because mm. yeah. I, I like it. And I know how it works, but I'm a little bit scared of starting it now because I'm going to move to another country. I feel like that might uh, make it difficult. I don't know if it's just me giving excuses to not do something. Maybe you can just use your phone and then just post a video. I, I don't, I, that's how like, Gary V kind of does it before when he didn't really have anyone to uh, when no one was there to really help him edit so if you were to do that and then let's say three years later people might look back on those videos like it's, people know that you've been doing you've been trying this for like three years but then if you don't really post anything, they wouldn't know that you've been trying it for that long. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So I should just start recording right yeah. away. If you, if, you, if you want. I actually want, actually really want. And that is why, that is also one of the reasons why I'm here because I will be on your YouTube channel. Yeah. So. But no one's really gonna I, watch this. <laughs> Like really oh, of course they will. Maybe oh, a couple of years in the future, yeah, <laughs> you're going to become famous. Who knows? 
you know, would you want to become famous one day? I don't know, man. Uh, it's probably, I don't know. Well, how about you? Would you want to be famous one day? When I was very little, when I was very, very young, I dreamed about becoming famous. I would tell my mom, hey mom, I'm going to become famous all the time. Yeah. So I think that would be fun, but instead of fame, uh, as you just said, it might be more worthy to pursue something that I like. Yeah. Something that fulfills you. Yeah. That would be really good. Yeah, you're a dreamer, I guess, ever since you were a kid. Yes, you could say that. You could say that. Have you ever done the 16 personality test on the internet? Oh. It's very yeah, I've done it. Called Meyer, Meyer Briggs. Yeah, Meyer Briggs. I'm like INFJ. How about you? INFJ. When I first took the test, I was like INFP, but then it changed to a lot of different personalities along my life. Yeah, they just keep changing, I guess. But for yeah, me, they, they, they don't really change. I don't know also. Uh, but when was the first time that you took the test? I don't remember. Probably a long time ago. Also, you still have the same personality. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, can you introduce yourself? Well, it's been 30 minutes and I haven't introduced it's myself. Okay, okay. What I <laughs> Okay, yeah, I am Lucas Olinto. Hello, guys. I'm 21 years old and I'm trying to start in this great online game, make some money and find what I like. And I've been watching Andrew Kirby videos for the past two years. I really, I like seriously, I really want to be like him one day because he adds a lot of value to a lot of people and he's changed my thinking in a lot of ways. I, I have tried to do a bunch of different stuff over the years, but never really, I, I'm not the kind of person to really stick to things and that, that is something that I want to change. But I do like a lot of things. I do like a lot of things. Well, that's how I would introduce myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, maybe all of those things that you've tried before are building up to something. I've tried, let me tell you what I've tried. I've tried SMMA. I've tried translating. Before I was a translator, I was a cook. I was a cook yeah, and I've tried video editing, I've tried, what else, interpretation, I've tried, uh, I think that's around it. No, I've tried being a copywriter as well. It's a lot of different stuff. Oh no, I, I have also tried to be a high ticket closer. Do you know what that is? High tech closer? 
high ticket closer. Uh, it's wow. basically a sales guy that closes really high, high price stuff. And I tried working with that. Sales is something that I would like to learn. I think it's going to be very important. But yeah, maybe as you just said, they are compounding to something. Yeah. Don't know. I don't have spoilers right now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you don't have spoilers. Yeah, that's that's a lot of skills that you can that will eventually probably build build to something. Maybe Do you have any skill? Yeah, because it sounds very scattered to me, you know, like, yeah. but I think it's okay at the start to be scattered a bit, finding direction, but then at some point you'll need to stay very consistent on something because, you know, so many people are talented, but then so many people don't persevere, like only a really, really small percent would persevere and yeah yeah do you know something very interesting is that most guys when they are 18 20 something they think that they're going to be millionaires at 25 and mm. that is the average everyone thinks that they're going to be a millionaire at 25 and what happens is <laughs> yeah no one becomes almost no one of them becomes a millionaire at 25 so they're all like creating this version of themselves and not focusing on something worthy of pursuing. They end up don't becoming nearly as they would like to become. But yeah, I think we should just experiment a lot in the beginning, find what we like and persevere. Do you think you have any Besides speaking four languages, do you think you have any skills worth talking about? I don't know, man. Um, I don't really know. That's a problem. Uh, yeah, that's the problem. But I, I don't really know anything, I guess. I think, you know, maybe it's not only about what skill you know. Maybe it's also about what you love that you're showing to your audience because from what I can see you really love learning languages and that can just from that maybe you can already monetize it I don't know actually like I've you know more plates more dates more plates more dates it's like this buff guy who I think oh, okay. just used webcam and then he just explains to people if this guy is on steroids or something and then giving people, I've seen it. Yeah. So it's like maybe just something you love, right? something that you think about every day something that you dream if what you what what you dream every day interesting do you work or with something 
Do I actually have a normal job? No, no, no. I don't have a normal job. Oh, okay. But so you want just to focus on the internet right now, or are you willing to? Uh, kind of because I sometimes go to my parents' workplace and help them a bit. Oh, interesting. So you also have. What do they do? Uh, is it a family? Yeah, it's family kind thing? Of a family business. They. Family business. Yeah, they like they import uh, from China and they sell in the Philippines. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Which one is the currency lower, China or the Philippines? Philippines. Philippines. Philippines is lower. Oh, so they import from China and they sell it. Yeah, because in China they have like really efficient, like so many things can be sold at a very very cheap price in China, and they sell it here at higher prices, because like there's no way to manage Philippines will have like it's like <laughs> like there are some things that Philippines cannot manufacture yet, and if they're gonna manufacture it, they're gonna need a lot of money. So interesting. In a way, it reminds me of drop shipping. In a way, kind oh. of. Oh, yeah, yeah, drop drop shipping. And most most of them are like from China, right? Yes, yes, yes. Oh. No, I just remember. I tried to be a drop shipper in the past. It didn't work. <laughs> oh, yeah, everything. Right? But, did, but yeah, did you not like all of them, like all of the things you've tried. Uh, currently, I'm enjoying being a teacher. Currently, okay. uh, when I had my uh, social media marketing agency, it was cool to try to sell my product, but I wasn't good at delivering the actual service. Yeah. But I kind of knew how to sell to to the business owners. That uh, that was very interesting. Uh, besides that, not that much. Not that much. Language is the only thing that persevered this long. Yes, I started studying English when I was twelve years old. And by the time I was 16, I was already fluent in a way. I even participated in some competitions, like speaking contests. And it was very interesting. Well, and how did after you, that... How did you have the discipline to learn it at all? I just had nothing better to do and I thought it was interesting. Uh, seriously, I would just study, but I was very lazy, but I would do it consistently. I would just study 10 minutes every day. I would watch a YouTube video and learn English only 10 minutes every single day. Wow. And yeah, and that's how I became fluent, only studying 10 minutes every maybe, single day. Maybe you can turn that to YouTube, you know, like 10 minutes every day. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But when I started studying Japanese, it was I had to work a lot harder because Japanese is very different from 
my native language. And uh, I currently am studying at least an hour every day. The discipline part of it comes just, it's, it's not discipline. It's just, yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. It's just like I enjoy it. I'm not disciplined at all. I just enjoy it. Uh, for example, sometimes I, I don't feel like studying, but I will open up YouTube and search a video in Japanese. And I will just listen to that and have fun while learning. So it's not really discipline, I would say. That's how I've been doing that. Yeah, because the problem with what you did, you've tried so many things, right? Right. But then you don't really enjoy them from what I... And so you, you, yeah. you're not persevering, you're not continuing them anymore. So maybe, because from what I can uh, see from you, is that maybe you just need to find that thing that can, that, that can be monetized, that you can do consistently, that you love. Right. Okay, so if maybe, if just maybe in the future, I end up making a lot of money and have a big YouTube channel in the language niche, it's probably going to be your fault <laughs> from this single episode, okay? Just yeah. warning you, <laughs> just warning you. Yeah. Interesting, man. It seems like I'm in a coaching call right now. What? No, I don't. I don't really have anything to coach. I'm just interested, uh, you know, giving different perspective to just bouncing off ideas. I think that's great. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I could say about uh, this whole internet game is that it is here to change our lives for the better. Yeah. It, it feels, it totally feels like magic. We can, you're in the Philippines right now, yeah. I'm in Brazil, we are talking. It yeah. feels like magic. Yeah. Imagine how much we can accomplish if we actually take that magic wonder and use it. And the magic wonder is our computer, the internet. We're going to accomplish so much if you actually work towards it right and i'm i'm also really passionate about what you can accomplish using the internet everyone probably is everyone in that community probably is passionate about that yeah. Are you have you done the synthesizer course on the community oh of course i just watch the videos right is that that's really it right you just watch the videos and then you need to blog posts. Yeah, yeah, that's basically it. That's basically it. But, whoa, well, on that course, you can find really a lot of value. Yeah, yeah. On different... Have you done everything? Um, I think I skipped here and there. But, yeah, I just, I think. I'm not sure if there's a section about podcasts. I remember there was some sections about 
blog posts, yeah, YouTube. Yeah, there was a TV and podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regarding podcasts, here in my country, it is a very big movement. There is a really big movement around podcasts. How is it in the Philippines? Uh, I think... Uh, I don't really know actually, but in my Spotify, there's like a, lot, a bunch of LGBT uh, podcasts popping up because there's a in lot the of, yeah, there's a lot of LGBT uh, in the Philippines or I think from, from what I've seen in YouTube, it's just a bunch of interviews of like from already media personalities from like famous actors singers interviewing other actors and singers that's it really. would you say that the let's say the the online culture is different from the u.s and the united kingdom yeah it's like podcasts i see like joe rogan they interview what he interviews. He also, he also interviews those kind of those kinds of people, but it's very different. It's like here the the culture is kind of it still feels like they're on TV. It doesn't really feel like it's a conversation somehow. It feels like TV interview. Yeah, it feels like you're still on TV having that interview. Uh well, here in my country is. Uh, actually, a lot very similar to the United States and United Kingdom in general. Uh, especially the online marketing is very, very similar. And, but we actually borrow a lot of things from outside, try to make it in our own way. But I find it interesting that a lot of different countries aren't like that. So just as you and just as I might as well start doing, is we actually start producing using English as our language so we can reach the whole world, right? Yeah. Because we could choose to produce for our own country, but that way we might be leaving behind this whole words that we could impact in a way yeah but a lot of people speak portuguese right let's say 200 million i think yeah 200 around are there a lot of portuguese speaking language learning channels well there are a lot of them but most of them are towards learning english most of them Hmm. Yeah. Maybe you can do There are some polyglot guys here and there. There are, of course, there are. Uh, but why? Maybe you can do like Portuguese channel learning Japanese or something. I don't really know. Yeah, something that I, that I still haven't decided. Should I do it in English or should I do it in Portuguese? That's something I can't decide. There's a lot of english channels on language on learning japanese right right there are a lot, a lot. 
a lot, probably a lot. But what I'm worried is not about being too saturated or anything like that. Uh, I'm just worried about, let's say, maybe outside Brazil, there are going to be a lot more people that are going to be interested. I don't know. I have no idea. And maybe if I could monetize it, I would be receiving in dollar. No. If I did it to outside of Brazil. I don't know if that's the right way of thinking because I'm just thinking in currency. Uh, for example, you, you could do podcasts to the Filipino Philippines, right? Yeah, but, but you're choosing my, to do. My Tagalog, my Tagalog isn't that good, actually. Oh. But yeah, I, it's very interesting. It's like my first language, I think, but I'm not that good with it right now because I don't really talk to people in Tagalog. Oh, yeah, it makes yeah. sense if you don't practice it. Yeah, very rare. But I, th yeah. I can understand it very well, though. Like when I watch TV, I can understand. I'll just need to practice a bit more if I want to speak Tagalog. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Uh, honestly, I feel like the same way in English. I, I, I feel like I'm rusty because I don't have, I haven't been practicing that much. I just listen and don't speak. Uh, even as I'm speaking to you, I feel like I'm a little bit but rusty. But your English is pretty good. In, in, in a way, I can understand everything. In a way, you can understand everything. But I used to be a lot better when I was 16 years old because I was wow. studying everything. Yeah. If, if we don't practice, we actually get worse in a way. Yeah. How but do yeah. You... Oh, sorry, sorry, you go first. No, no, you can go, you can go. Oh. So I was just interested how you dealt with your parents from, you know, because you dropped out. How did your parents think of it? How did you deal with it? They, they didn't like it, of course. Okay. They are very, how can I say, traditional parents, they want me to follow the same path as they follow. So I think I was 19 when I dropped out. Uh, well, we had some fights here and there, but it is what it is, you know. I, from that point on, I started working in a restaurant. I worked two years in a restaurant as a cook. Wow. Was a it was a Japanese cuisine restaurant. Wow, yeah. But I would work like 14 hours every day. Wow, for you. So you didn't have... It was terrible. You didn't have time to do something else? I would get home, sleep. study a little bit of Japanese, and sleep. That was it. My whole life. For during two years. After that period, I had kind of like a little depression period where I 
didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah. That's when I changed careers. But I enjoyed it in the beginning because uh, it was my first job. Yeah, that you were given responsibility. And... Yes, it was the first time that I had to be responsible, you know, yeah. and actually pay attention to what I am doing. Yeah. And it was interesting when I would prepare a meal and I would see the client eating that meal yeah. and like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very fulfilling to see that, you know, you know they're actually enjoying it, what I made. Wow. But when you work 14 hours a day, it's kind of tiring. If, you, if it's not what you want to do for the rest of your life, it's kind of tiring. But I, I think I would recommend it to anyone that is starting to get a normal job and see how it is and see if it suits you or not. Uh, because you can actually learn a lot from those normal jobs as well. I learned a lot like how to manage my time. Because for example, I have five minutes to prepare this meal, five minutes to deliver it or else the customer is going to get angry. <laughs> so I had to manage my time the whole day. I learned about that. I learned about communication. I had to be clear when I needed something. Yeah. So I was always learning a lot. And I, I think it was a really valuable experience because I improved myself a lot. Yeah. Uh, works, uh, work, it really works on you working it really works and really enjoyed good old times those were good old times so how did you have the time to try a bunch of uh, things because when I started translating I I got paid very well you said after the code, so, after you work as a cook ah when i was working as a cook i didn't have that much time i didn't uh, have that much so after i would that, just wake up start translating yes oh. when i was working in the restaurant i was just waking up at 4 a.m mm. going to the restaurant getting back home studying a little bit of japanese and sleeping that was every single day like that but when I started translating, I, I was actually receiving what I would receive in a year when I was working as a cook. I would receive like in a couple months you know, when I started translating. I would get paid really well. So I had a lot of free time to try different of bunch stuff, buy different courses, and experiment a lot. That's why, and I still have a lot of time right now. That's great. Yeah, that's why, that's why. But having a lot of time, having a lot of free time isn't really that good because you, even, especially if you don't go outside that much, I myself don't go outside that much. So you're always in your head and you're yeah. always thinking a lot of the time. And that isn't very good. Yeah. I don't really recommend it. Because sometimes you you think so much that yeah. some things start losing their meaning. It yeah. happens. 
Do you work out? I try to. Uh, there's a, a bar on that door that I do some pull-ups. I also have some dumbbells over there. Yeah. And I try to work out every day, at least 30 minutes. I want yeah. to do it more. But I, I enjoy working out yeah. a lot. Do you work out? I just do push-ups here and there. Push-ups? Yeah. Push -ups. It's, it's... You can get really... A strong chest yeah. and strong triceps by doing push-ups. Yeah, That's because great. it's just really easy. If there's a floor, you just do push-ups. No. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I recommend you to also train your abs. Yeah. Because your abs they sustain your whole body. If you're training your abs, you won't ever get injured if you do it properly. Oh. So I have to train your abs. Yeah. But. Have you ever been to a gym before, or you just train at home? Um, never really went to a gym, but I did play volleyball for a while. Volleyball? Yeah. So, uh, is it true that you get tall from playing volleyball? I don't know. You get tall? I, I know. But you jump a lot in volleyball. I, I think yes. in Brazil, volleyball is like... It's very strong. It's very strong. A lot of people play volleyball there. I tried to play it, but <laughs> I was terrible. Yeah, I was terrible. But yeah, that was before. And we do like planks for warm up, like Thanks. two minutes, three minutes. Yes. So would you say that are you are you a sports person or not? Well, I don't know, but but yeah. Um, Yeah. Mm. Well, well, if you enjoy doing some push-ups, at least you're not sedentary. Yeah, just do push-ups here and there. Um, how is it there? Like, what what part of Brazil are you living? What part of? Do you know Sao Paulo? I've heard of it. Or maybe Rio de Janeiro? Yeah, I've heard of this place. So, Rio de Janeiro and Sao Paulo are two of the, one of the, two of the biggest cities here in Brazil that everyone knows about. And I live near Sao Paulo. It's not in Sao Paulo, but I live near Sao Paulo. People here, they're all like, we have different tastes. Some people are, the, the online culture here is very strong, but a lot of people also are into the traditional way of doing things, traditional way of living. Go to school, go to college, get a job, and that's it. And there are some people like me that go to school, go to college, drop out, get a job, Stop doing that job and try to do something else. Yeah. There are some people like that. Uh, here the culture is very like, people are very warm. In a way. Everyone likes to hang out a lot. And I never really fit it in, let's say. Didn't enjoy hanging out that much. Even now as I'm talking to you, my family is on a 
on a meeting with oh. another relatives, with other relatives, right now. And I prefer to be here doing this podcast with you because I find it more interesting than yeah. just going out to eat and talk about about, about a bunch of gossips from everyday life. Uh, what else? It is a very happy culture overall. Yeah. Actually, what about in the Philippines? Uh, I don't really know the culture here actually. Never really met up with anyone. But with the thing with gossips, I'm kind of, well, I can, I'm kind of interested in gossips actually. With really? my parents, yeah. Like, I think you get a lot of cultural insights somehow because i live in a like when when they talk about gossip and stuff i I studied english in school right and we received western education somehow so i see a lot of different values that they have and then yeah that's just very very interesting to me so you can get to know a lot about other people through gossips. Yeah, that's just very, very interesting to me, actually. Oh, so, okay. So I'm kind of the opposite of that. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. You should come here. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably going to enjoy that. Uh, yeah. <sighs> but overall, the culture in Philippines, would you say that people are serious are they happy for me it feels like in the philippines everyone's happy all the time it seems like at least seems like yeah but you know it's like oh so you, so you know quite a bit about philippines or <coughs> sorry <laughs> i do have some filipino friends oh true but yeah, some people are happy, I guess. But you know, in everywhere you go, there will be a lot of people who just they're like nihilistic, I guess. They're kind of just existing. At least that's how I feel like there's a lot of like the people live in not really good conditions here. You just oh, go yeah. through the road, you'll see a lot. And yeah. Money. Money still. If you have money you can live really well. But if you don't have it. Like even after but... you graduate from college here. Right. It's still hard to find a job. You'll probably get some minimum wage job still. And you know how much minimum wage minimum wages here? It's like eleven US dollars a day. Yeah. Really. And yeah, it's just here in the Philippines. It's, it's not that. But do you think people are like frustrated or they just don't really care about their situation? They kind do you think of they want to, to yeah, they kind of don't really care somehow. I, I don't really understand. Like, 
They spend all of their money. Yeah, they have this. Just from what I see, right? And uh, the the poorer Filipinos, they just after they get their pay, they just spend off their money. They, they even borrow money. Like, I don't understand. But in this in Chinese culture, we save majority of our money, and then when the time comes. When we will invest it, and then just very thrifty overall. Uh, that's what my parents did, and yeah, just just spend a lot of time. Well, I I think in China I I also do have some. I do have some Chinese friends because here in Brazil we have a lot of different cultures living together, and I do have some Chinese friends, some Japanese friends. And especially in China and in Japan, uh, usually people have this culture of saving up money, from what I've seen at least. Uh, but most of other places, most of other countries, here in Brazil as well, people receive money and like to spend and like yeah. to have fun. That's what matters, yeah. right? So, yeah, your Filipinos friends, like how, how are they? And they, I got to know them through an app called Omigo. Omigo. Oh. Omigo. And we just would talk about a bunch of random stuff. And they would present to me like, hey, this is where I live. And also, when I was learning English, I talked to some Filipino people. Because you guys know English, so I could speak to you. And I use a lot of those apps to learn languages. Currently, I'm using an app called HelloTalk, so I can practice my Japanese with native speakers. That's how I end up making a lot of friends in the internet as well. But they're like Filipino people. They're like. Uh, as you just described, they don't really care about improving their situation that much. Yeah. Sometimes they would post on Facebook like, oh, wish I could get, I wish I could be paid more or something like that, but yeah. they don't actually do anything about it sometimes. But same as the situation country. is also just bad here, right? People don't get paid well. They, they graduate from college, they don't, they don't even pay well. They still get minimum wage jobs and then like it's not like they don't care right there are some people that still care but it's very hard to get out of that place if you what if you if they still continue working here in the philippines so a lot of people become ofws like they, they, they go to other countries to work because pay is way higher there interesting interesting uh, is it something common to go abroad to work? A lot. There's a lot of like Filipino maid workers. They go to like Dubai, Middle Eastern countries. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot, a lot of people. Okay, okay. And what about you? Have you ever thought about going abroad? By yourself or do you 
prefer leading? Uh, okay. Not really, I guess. But, you know, in Germany, university is free, right? In Germany. I didn't know about that. Yeah, so I, I thought of that a, long, a little bit, but not really much. So, you almost uh, had to learn German for a moment with your kids. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I didn't really like it. felt very repetitive to me. So, I didn't really like doing it anymore. But that's interesting, right? You like learning Japanese. Does it feel repetitive to you? Not at all, not at all. It feels very rich. Uh, there are a lot of ways that you can be polite. You can be a little bit more aggressive if you want. But overall, it's there are a lot more ways to be polite than to be aggressive, I would say. You can't even say like swear words that much in Japanese. They don't have that much of swear words. Uh, especially poetry is a lot rich. Yeah, that's poetry. one of them. That I... Even uh, about... Chinese, actually, poetry is like yes, exactly about Asian languages in general. It's Chinese as well, poetry. Yeah. I have a lot of a few. I have a lot of Chinese books over there yeah. that I read. I don't know how to say it in English, but it's Confucius. Confucius. Yeah, Confucius. Confucius, and I read a lot of. Those books. Oh, you read. You read those. Yes. Uh, it's like what classical Chinese translated to yes. Japanese. Not really translated to Japanese, but still translated to Portuguese. Uh, oh, Portuguese. Wow. Yeah, like a few syllables can mean a lot of things. It's like. If, if, if it were to be translated to English, they'll need to they'll need a lot of words just to say that. Yes, exactly. That's why it's I'm going to learn Chinese right after I right after I move to Japan. I think I will start learning Chinese. Yeah. I might as well make a challenge for myself. Like, how much can I learn in a single year? That yeah. kind of challenge would like to do something like that. Uh, it's very interesting overall. It's very interesting. Because when you learn a different language, your brain it feels like you're putting a lot of knowledge yeah. at once in your brain. It at least feels like that to me. I wouldn't think the way that I think if I didn't speak English. I wouldn't have the dreams that I have if I didn't learn Japanese. Mm, yeah. So you started having more dreams after Oh that's very interesting. Yeah so your world became bigger totally which made you see bigger and dream bigger. Your horizon totally expands, you know. Yeah. Uh, if you just know one language your worldview is like this. If you know two languages, then your worldview is a little bit like this. And it yeah. keeps going on. I, it's 
like I'm I I'm very lucky actually. Like when I went to when I go to China, I kind of feel very connected there. But I don't, I I'm not born there. I don't I, I spent most of my life here in the Philippines. But when I go to China, I actually feel somehow connected to the people there. So do you go to China to just travel? Or yeah, travel. Or and before I went there to like study during the summer. Oh, Not okay. really study actually. They don't really teach me anything. It's just like experiencing school life kind of just stay oh, okay. some like school. So school in China you have to study like the whole day, right? If you're a high school. Yeah, really the whole <laughs> See, so the whole day tonight like. Like it's really. I, I think it college is easier in China than yeah. high school. Yeah, middle yeah. school. Like oh my once God. they're in college, they're kind of like set somehow. Like they'll need to work really hard throughout high school. It's like when I studied there, like the teachers hit their students. Like the teachers would smoke. Inside the class. Not inside the class, but outside of the class. Okay, okay. And then... Yeah, I just... It's kind of... It's like... Jail. Like, something. <laughs> well, it's but overall... Great experience, right? Overall, it is yeah. It's still very cool to experience that. But... The school that I went to, they, they live in the school. And they go home at weekends. So it's kind of different and they, they also they a lot of men some of the students have been learning english for 10 plus years but still couldn't speak english because they usually just learn the grammar right yeah grammar, grammar. and they just watch peppa pig <laughs> yeah do they watch peppa pig in yeah it's like grade nine or something and they're watching peppa pig <laughs> In class. <laughs> Interesting. Didn't know about it. Yeah, just cool. different culture. Cool. Well, what are we gonna do now? Since we just woke up so early. Uh, I'll probably go for a walk outside and do push-ups. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How about you? What time is it there in Brazil? It's 8.16 p.m. right oh, now. Oh, p.m. p.m. Uh, probably gonna get some dinner. Oh, you haven't sure. eaten dinner? I haven't. I'm hungry, bro. Really hungry. So, oh, so time, what time do you sleep? It depends on the day, but during the week I sleep at around midnight. Uh, more towards the weekend, I'd start sleeping like at 3 a.m. in the morning. Uh, yeah, I should fix my sleep schedule. I should fix it. What about you? Uh, well, uh, I sleep at around 9 or 10 p.m. and I wake up around 6, 7 a.m. So you wake up very early. 
That's good. Yeah, I'm pretty good. good. And yeah, yesterday, I didn't. Yesterday because we went somewhere, and some relative got married, so we need to go. We stayed until like eleven p.m. So. Well, marriages are very important. So. Yeah. Yeah. You can eat a lot as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Do you, do you still have anything to say? I don't really know what to ask. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, you're going to be famous one day. <laughs> and um, I'm happy yeah. to be here in this moment. <laughs> yeah. That's basically it. If you continue doing what you like, I think you're going to be famous. You and as I just said, I'm famous in the future and have a big YouTube channel towards language learners, it's probably going to be your fault. That's it, That's it? Yeah. Um, I think we can end this right now. Sorry? I think we can end this right now, the podcast. Okay, so, so thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, thanks, man. Uh, thanks for being in this podcast also. Um, My pleasure. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know that anyone wanted to be in a podcast. So thank you. This is like episode three. And then, There will be a bunch more of episodes. Don't worry. There will be probably yeah. a bunch more. Uh, if you know anyone who wants to be in a podcast, uh, like I'm happy to even talk to anyone okay so yeah well well i guess that's it i guess that's it so if you watch until the end thank you very much give it a like and i click on the subscribe button okay and see you next time maybe yeah bye bye so bye sharon bye 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 lucas